set up because we've lived here for two months is it officially been two months uh on the oh yeah i guess it has been two months two officially. months so now everything's two like two months i yeah. remember you moving it was two months ago that you moved yeah the yeah. 29th is our moving day yeah 29th oh, so we have lived here two months yeah um so it's nice to finally feel like everything's like finally together in its place well, it was nice that we had, because it's so funny, because I remember going into it and feeling like, oh, like, we have so much stuff already, like, we're not gonna have to buy that much. And then, like, the other day, we were making homemade burritos, um, and we bought cans, and we realized we didn't have a can opener, and Andrew had to cut open the cans with a knife. Yeah, that's what was really nice about, I mean, even in college, but now moving in because all of my kitchen utensils and everything that I brought to this con to this apartment was from when my family lived in a condo and so it had been like three years that we had built up all of the stuff that you needed like in the kitchen we have like seven graters for cheese and like we have an electric mixer and like a little handheld like crusher and then there's there's a Vitamix and a blender and, like, I don't, I mean, it's been fun to have, especially in quarantine, because, like, I've been experimenting with cooking, but, like, you know, the first, usually within your first year in an apartment, you don't have such a huge mm -hmm. buildup of stuff. I have, like, seven different wooden ladles, like. I mean, it's nice that you're set up with all that. By the way, I think some of our stuff when we moved out to New Year got swapped. I've been meaning to tell you. Yeah, I think I have some of your pans. Sorry. Maybe they're gnats. What color? I am a pansexual, so. <laughs> um, what color? I'm not. I'm pan romantic. Um, well, I have some, like, metal, like, fully metal pans that I don't think were actually mine. There's mm -hmm. also a red one that I'm not 100% sure was mine. Mine were blue, I think. But I, I might have a blue. I unsure unsure if I have a blue one but I don't think not all of my pans are stolen I know that for a fact because I know some of them are mine but well because I also Andrew and I realized because we've been cooking a lot here and we realized that the one lid we have for all of the pans doesn't it's not the same brand it doesn't fit pans. yeah and I'm like we probably accidentally like switched <laughs> honestly I probably have some at least one lid that's not mine maybe two Y'all, when you move out of houses with your friends, you really thoroughly need to go through your kitchen of collected items. <laughs> I think the problem was that my parents packed up the kitchen. And, like, while, yes, most of the stuff was ours, it was, like, based on my mom's four-year-old memory of the stuff that was ours as opposed to, like, our memory. Mm -hmm. So. Well, that was, like, what was it? Moving from junior to senior year, it didn't matter. But I feel like, wasn't it Nat where she was, like, my mom packed up something that literally had your name on it, Annika. Oh, yeah. Like, this isn't mine. It's obviously yours. It was, 
It was literally this pouch that I have right here that has my initials on it. Yeah. It was this that I now have all my nail polish in. Yeah. It has my initials on it. And Natalie was like, what part of A did you, like, not understand? What part of A matched Natalie? Like, (sighs) all right. Well, we should get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to You Can Live Anytime with myself, Olivia. And I'm Annika, the practicing gay. And today we have a very special guest. I feel like, Olivia, you should introduce our guest. Yeah, um, so you guys might have heard like two words earlier. So our next guest is someone that I talk about all the time because I've spent a good portion of my life being friends with him and we live together and we're engaged. Um, I think I'm <laughs> I've spent a good portion of my life being friends with him. We are friends, but that's the important thing. I mean, you are friends, and that's important in a relationship, but, like, <laughs> I feel like that's a little bit of an understatement. Uh, well, I feel like, <laughs> oh, great. Well, but, like, this is what I always say, like, you should be friends with someone before, and honestly, like, we were, we've been dating for so long, like honestly for the first couple of years we weren't dating like our parents had to drive us to each other's houses like we were friends that like held hands and like kissed sometimes no annika disagrees with me andrew you can say words this is a podcast you have to they can't just like see you (laughs) um yeah so andrew's with us tonight i told him he needs to talk so we'll see how that goes um i'll i'll ask him questions directly that's always good. That would be helpful. All right. Do we want to start off with um, mustard and ketchup? Yeah. I yeah, think I'm doing it a little bit, but. Yeah. yeah um, what's going on with you? I've just been wholly unmotivated. I think it started with last week. I had a really busy week for a deadline at work. Mm-hmm. And like, I had to be like super motivated during that period of time. And it just really really used up all of my energy (laughs) so like a week later I'm still like I have nothing yeah I don't want to cook I don't want to I don't want to bake I don't want to do anything other than sit on my couch I don't want to do my exercise classes I just want to sit on my couch and watch Netflix and read yeah yeah, I, so it's been a bit of a problem because now I have like moldy food in my refrigerator and I don't have the motivation to clean it up either. Oh no, speaking of moldy food, um, I forgot I had bagels and I was like, oh, I might use them in the morning. And Andrew's like, haven't we had those for three weeks? Yeah, we got those three weeks ago. Yeah. And what happened when you went to the pantry last uh, night? They were entirely covered in mold. <laughs> Ew. Although, what? to be fair, my my yogurt probably looks worse Ooh, that's cute it's like it's like one of those big tubs of yogurt yeah so I like opened it and used like a lot of it Mm -hmm. but like the bottom part is like still there and it's it's red I don't know what is red oh no about it I really need to clean that up but like cleaning it honestly sounds a bit scarier than just like leaving it there and letting it just throw it away let it continue to get more red <laughs> yeah that's a science experiment that sounds like a really great idea oh my god it's, it's lightning outside lightning oh it's raining here too is it still raining um no there were uh tornado warnings though is it raining everywhere 
because Mackenzie said it's also writing where she lives. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, that would make sense with the state of our country that just everything is happening. Yeah, it's just raining. (laughs) The earth is like, why are you all The earth is crying. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, Okay, uh, Andrew, will you tell what's been going on with you lately? Or give us a little background about yourself, like a little introduction. (laughs) So, I am Andrew. Uh, I don't know. I'm just a I'm just a regular guy. Wow! Thank you for being so specific on a podcast where people have never met you. Uh, what have you been doing recently? Uh, just working. Really, I've been. We have been so so busy at work. It has been absolutely ridiculous. Did you guys shut down at all during coronavirus or no? We, if anything, we picked up even more work because everyone was, everyone in pharmacies and hospitals were going crazy. So we were having to run all over to a bunch of different hospitals. It was Yeah. You've had, you've had like the past couple of weeks, like you've had to go in early and stay late, I feel like. Yeah. I've been doing pretty consistent, like 45, 50 hour weeks. Yeah. That's a lot of hours. Yeah. But I think it is, I mean, we talk about all the time that we're both, like, you were really happy that you still got to keep your job, like, when everything started, just because so oh, many yeah, people sure. did lose their jobs. And I don't think we would have been able to move out if I didn't. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Um, I've been okay. Work just, where, where I live, where we live. It's weird having someone else sitting next to me recording this. No, no hey. um, Where we live, our state was doing very well for a very long time um, when it comes to the pandemic, and the cases are spiking because people don't want to wear masks, you know, whatever. So my job, ever since I started it, I've been out in the field more, but my managers are like, the more you guys can stay home, the better, so... I'm partially going out into the field and I'm partially staying from home. And that's like a very weird like mix. I guess it's better than like totally being at home, but it's also learning mm-hmm. how to like, it's one thing. Cause I feel like when the pandemic started, I was doing schoolwork. So it was like, as long as you get this done by this date, like it didn't matter. And I could kind of like putz around and like do whatever, but like I'm getting paid to do things for eight hours. So I have to really focus all the time and it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say that with, like, because I've been working from home basically the whole pandemic. Just these past couple weeks, I started going in to the office two days a week. I think we talked about that. But, yeah, it's definitely more fun to be at home because I don't have to wake up early and put on makeup and make myself look nice. And Mm -hmm. I can go to the kitchen anytime I want and get a snack for myself. And I don't have to wear a mask anytime I get up from my desk. And, um, yeah, I can play my music and stuff, like, out loud mm-hmm. or watch TV while I work. Yeah. Which, like, I have such a multi-track mind that I, like, need to have something going on while I'm working. Yeah. That's how I am. I but then sometimes, like, the thing I have on, like, I was watching on Hulu for a while, um, BuzzFeed Worth It was on there. Mm. and 
I would sometimes get really trapped because they'd have like a really cool episode and I love food so much. And I'd be like, I want to make that. I want to eat it. Like I've never had Korean barbecue and I really, really want to have Korean barbecue. And there's one right down the street from us, but we're trying obviously not to go sit and eat somewhere right now. So, Do they do any delivery? I feel um, I like Korean they, barbecue is kind of weird to do delivery, but. They do have like certain menu options that you can like do carry out or something like that. But like, I want to experience like the grill in front of you and you have to like yeah. cook the stuff, which obviously you would not be interested in. But I bet they have good. Actually, I haven't looked. They probably have really good vegetarian options. They you might, know? but you know what this made me think of? What? Um, for my fifth grade graduation party, um, we did. <laughs> you had a party? Yeah, it was like a bunch of girls from my grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt really cool for being included. Uh, anyways, but we went to the melting pot, which is a fondue. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And so you like cooked your, like the vegetarian option was like a big plate of veggies, and you like cooked it in in the oil, the hot oil for dinner. That's it. I don't know. That just yeah. Well, okay. You start with a cheese, a cheese dish. Okay. And so your appetizer is like bread and cheese, or like some sort of thing with cheese, and then. The entree is, like, cooked in oil, like, hot oil. So, for me, it was vegetables, but other people had meats and stuff. And then the dessert is chocolate. I've never been. Have you been? No. Fondue. A lot of people, like, for prom went there, at least where we live. I felt like. Uh, Is Melting Pot, like, a a national chain? It must be. Because we lived in very different areas of the country growing up, so. What was I going to tell you? Oh, have you ever tried kimchi? No. I've been scared because people keep saying fermented, and the word ferment just makes makes my skin crawl. But don't you drink kombucha? No. You don't? No. Hmm. Hmm. That's also fermented. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because I thought I, I swear I've seen you drink kombucha, but maybe you don't. That's okay. I drink, like, green juices and stuff. That is true. Green smoothies, uh, green juices. Yeah. Do you, do we have anything from, what is it called? It's been so long since we forgot. Oh, snap, we forgot. Yeah. Do we have anything? I don't know. Do you think of anything else that inspires you? Andrew, do you have anything that inspires you? Like, like a work of art? Or a Could work of media? Or a movie or a video, oh, a video game? A video game? Yes. Let me tell you. <laughs> Do video games inspire you? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yes, they do. Uh, and I've been playing a, a tiny game from a little indie studio. You may have heard of them, Naughty Dog. Uh, the game is The Last of Us Part 2. I talked about this. Remember when Morgan... Yeah, this is the one with the lesbian. Yes, yes, that's how Annika knows it. It is. It is. And then lesbians. after after we recorded that episode, you and Morgan like talked about video games for a hot second. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've been playing that quite a bit. Uh, I would say it's been it's been fun. I'm in the I'm in the part of the game that everyone hates. So why? Because like, it's like there was there was a big fuck easy to get about, killed. No, uh, the so you play as. Spoilers for anyone who uh, has not played the game and is going to. But you play the game as two characters. The first character was in the first game, and everyone likes her. 
she's the lesbian. She's she's the lesbian. Yes. Oh. In the okay. first in the first game though, she's like a little girl, so. Fourteen. So like, okay, so. This is like the oh, second. Still a lesbian, but we don't want to think about her sexually. Yes. Because she's like a kid, and she's with this guy who ends Even up being like a the, father figure to her. The Left Behind DLC, uh, you see in the the preview, it's a, it's a prequel to the game. She's with her friend, and they get trapped in a mall with a bunch of zombies, and they keys. Well, that was like we didn't know that until after the first game came out, though. It was like a year after the first game came out. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm also invested because I watch him play it, and I've seen all the gameplay. Yeah, maybe so, watch it. Um. Oh, continue. So, but you- so, so I'm in the half of the game right now that everyone online was freaking out about because this other character you play as is like all big and muscly and yada, yada, yada. And we don't like her because she killed Joel. Ba-ba-da-ba-da. <laughs> and it's like, like I, I understand why some people don't like it, but mm-hmm. like I'm enjoying it. And like, people were kind of ragging on the the character development of this second character and like i think they're doing an okay job of it mm-hmm. so far yeah uh it hasn't been like it hasn't been like the the first game level mm-hmm. but it's been it's been good well but i think to annika's point and it's something that you've said to me a lot is that specifically with the kind of game that the last of us is like when you're talking about like an art medium and if it inspires you like there are cutscenes that are like live motion capture and it's real actors and you get really embedded into the story of these people like it's not just like a oh you play through this game and you just have to get through these levels like the game is you kind of living this story that's being told and I mean there was when Joel gets murdered and he literally gets beaten to death like I was there when Andrew got to that part of the game yeah I know big spoilers um, this is a post-apocalyptic it happens, world. Like, the, first, the first hour of the game that happens, so it's not terribly big spoilers. Yeah, but so I like I was there when he got to that part of the game, and even like I started crying because it was it was very well acted out, and it's not something you expect of a video game, and I think it's it's a very well made piece of art that I don't think we think about regularly. I guess is what I'm saying. And we've talked about isn't haven't there been talks about making movies about them? Uh, they're doing an HBO series. Oh, come on. They're, I, I, I saw an article about it the other day. I don't know who's playing who or anything. I don't think they've made any casting announcements. Oh. Cool. <clears throat> oh. Cool. Also, in my mustard and ketchup, I've decided I'm going to start journaling a little bit more because I think it's good to reflect. Yeah, I think it's good too. I would love to be the type of person who could journal, but I just don't have um the long-term commitment to be able to hold myself to that like every day we kind of talked about this this is the same problem I have with writing books yeah we did talk about this I'm also gonna try to read more I haven't sat down and read a book for fun in years um I have I just have haven't finished a book in a long time I've been very slowly in quarantine making through my way my way through one book. A single book. <laughs> a single book and I'm like halfway through. Nice. So progress. Hey. Doing hey. really well. Progress. It's okay. I read other things like the news mm-hmm. or like I don't know. I read things on my phone that aren't books and like Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Mm. It's still, it's all good stuff. Constantly information in the brain. Uh, yeah, I keep using my noggin. As long as you use your noggin, <sighs> you won't lose your noggin. That's true. Did you, did either of you guys ever watch the show PB and J Otter when you were kids? What? No. What channel was that on? I think it was on like PBS Kids or something, like when we were really little, but they had a song and it Did you song. ever watch Between what? the Lions? That's what I Yes, Between Lions is good. Did you watch Between the Lions? No. Oh my god. Did you watch Reading Rainbow? PBS. Did you watch Clifford the Big Red Dog? Yeah, Clifford. Did you watch I, didn't watch, Arthur? I didn't watch Reading Rainbow, but I had like the. Do you remember like the Reading Rainbow like video games, like computer games? <laughs> oh, the computer games, yeah. yeah. You know what computer game I love to play? What? The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Channel.com game. Yep, where yep. you had to like run around and pick like post flyers on the wall or something. Yep. It was just like and you, you, had, to, you had to play a prank on Mr. Mosby. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, okay, but the song PB and J Otter when we were kids, they had a song and it was Noodle, use your noodle, and they're talking about your brain. Mm. And it's noodle. Do the noodle dance. I'm not a good singer. And then there's like this V is like it was real fun. Why does that sound familiar now? I'll I'll show it to you when the podcast is over. It was like it was it was like two little otters and they had a bunch of other like animal friends and they lived on like boats and stuff. But they were like different. Sounds kinda like veggie tales. A little bit. Okay, I wanna take a small sidebar um to talk about noodles. Um, Olivia and I, when we were in college, our dance teacher, um, do you know where this is going, Olivia? Keep going. So anyways, she would, she taught modern classes, like beginner modern classes Mm -hmm. to either dance minors or people who needed a fine arts performance credit. Um, and she had these two pool noodles Mm -hmm. that she had cut to be like a foot, maybe a foot and a half long. And she would go around like whacking people with them like if yes. they were if their bodies were out of place she would be like get your hip down and then she would whack your hip with this noodle or she would use them to like count a beat so she'd be like five six seven eight noodle noodle noodle, <laughs> noodle and they would like bang together on the beat <laughs> and um it's it's still just a really fond memory of our time in college um did you ever take one and, of her dance classes? Yeah, I took beginner modern. Um, you did? Before, yeah, because, well, because freshman year, I wasn't doing any sort of dance first semester, and I hated it, and so second semester, I signed up for beginner modern, because I was like, I want to do something, and then I had her as my teacher, and she was like, oh, you should try out for our company, and so then I tried out for the company, and I made it. Yeah. I took that modern class first semester of freshman year, and it was so weird. If we had taken it, we could have, we were one semester apart from taking uh, it together. Oh, my goodness. Then we could have been friends for longer. Well, here we are. We have a podcast like, together, so. Imagine, I mean, I guess that was technically my first impression of Lana Kay, but, like, just, like, going in and getting hit by a noodle. Yeah, it was, it's First very, thing yeah. freshman year archaic in my opinion but that's just me um speaking of noodles also andrew and i made ramen tonight but like we made it all fancy Ooh, but like well, i mean like real ramen is fancy yeah 
Well, I'm saying we took like the packages of ramen that you buy at the store for like a, not even a dollar. Oh, but then you guys made the not fancy ramen fancy by yeah. adding other stuff. Yes. We Very like, cool. We like cooked up chicken and all this like different stuff. And then we had like, we put egg in it and veggies and sauces. It was real good. And we will probably have more when the podcast is over if we're being honest. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we want to get to our topic for the day? Yeah. I feel like we should get to our topic. Um, and today, in honor of this wonderful engaged couple being on our podcast, we're going to talk about good relationships, relationship dynamics, a little bit of their relationship history, um, how straight dating kind of differs from gay dating. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I have to say something during this podcast since I am not engaged or we dating prefer you to say things. Yes, that would be good. <laughs> but I honestly, like, I know a lot about, not a lot about you guys, but I like, I don't know if I know the whole story. Like, I know that it happened <laughs> and like, wow, you've been dating for what? Nine years now. That's like a long time. Yeah, it'll be is it nine or is it eight? Yeah, it'll be 10 at the end of September. So it's more than nine. It's almost 10. Yes. So like, I know it's been a long time, but like, I don't actually know what happened. Um, do you, do you want to start or do you want me to start? You can go ahead and start. Okay. Um, okay. So how do I start this? I guess a little bit of background. Um, just because of like my past, um, I moved around quite a bit when I was a kid and I ended up settling in like at the end of elementary, like middle school in the area where Andrew grew up and Andrew's lived in the area where we went to school his whole life. Um, and we met actually in orchestra (laughs) in middle school. Wait, what instruments did you guys play? I played the upright bass. And I played the cello. Yes. Um, we, so we had met in orchestra. We were introduced to each other through, a, like, a mutual friend. Um, we weren't in the same, we both had been in orchestra since elementary school because yeah. we start, where we live, like, to be in band or in orchestra, you start in, like, fifth grade. But we didn't. Fourth grade at my school. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um, I've heard, well, I wasn't there in fourth grade, so, um, so we, yeah, so we weren't in the same classes, um, up until, like, seventh, eighth grade. No, we weren't in the same class until eighth grade. Yeah. Um, we never had any classes together. Um, Except but our, orchestra? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but we weren't no, even in, we weren't oh, in any classes Oh, you weren't even in, like, together. the same period of orchestra. Yeah, no, we were in different periods of orchestra all the time. Yeah, so seventh grade, I was bad at orchestra. <laughs> I, for some odd reason, was always good. I use air quotes because I wasn't really that good, but bassists are so few and far between. Like, you have to be really bad not to be considered good as a bassist. <laughs> so, if anyone else plays the bass out there, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so we, we always talk about, we both remember a very brief time where we met before we like briefly crossed paths in sixth grade yes and it was because I was being weird as (laughs) always and we had a combined so even though we were all in separate classes we had one like little concert where they put us all together 
So mm. it sounded horrible, obviously. But so <laughs> it was the first time where all of us that were in orchestra were in the same room together. Um, and I randomly went over to the cellist. I think I had a friend who was a cellist, but I can't even remember at the time who it would have been. Um, and so I just started talking to all the cellists, right? Is that how it happened? And we like briefly. So that's how Olivia does things. She just goes up and talks to people. Okay. And this is not be, being sarcastic. That's like actually how Olivia does things. I do yeah, talk. Basically. Like Andrew and Mallory and Alex specifically. I don't know. You've never voiced it, but you guys specifically get really irritated when we go to like food places and I start talking to like the cashier and we have like. I think it's, I think it's sweet, but I. Like you, I'm often standing like behind you in line, and I'm like, okay, my turn to check out now. And you're just like, <laughs> you're just like talking to the cashier, and I'm like, oh, this is nice. I'm sure they like having pleasant interactions with people who come in, but like, gotta check out. <laughs> Andrew, I feel I, I never mind. I'm not gonna like put words in your mouth, but you're always like, why do you have to do that? <laughs> is that I accurate? Don't say it exactly like that, but I'm like, I don't know. You're always. <laughs> Like, sometimes I just want to get whatever we're getting and get out. <laughs> I just want to be friends with people. It's worse when I've been drinking and I talk to people randomly for a second and I realize we have connections. So then I automatically think we're best friends and then... Like my grandma. Oh, your grandma is so different. I was not, I was not intoxicated in the slightest. And she told... Well, you did talk to my grandma for a very long time. Well, you know how I have an affinity for the older adult population. That sounds weird. I just, I really like older adults. <laughs> I vibe with them because on the inside, I'm 90, okay? I'm a 90-year-old trapped in a 20-year-old's body. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you crying? No. I'm fine. I'm just laughing really hard. Um, and your grandma was so, so sweet, and she when we realized that she lived where, like, my family is from, like, I just felt like she felt like there was an instant connection. Yeah. It was very I think sweet. so, too. But, anyways, back to your instant connection. Oh, yeah. So. Ooh, segues. Oof. Um, so. I'm good at segues. So, we had, so, we were officially introduced by a mutual friend, and I, I don't know, I guess. A mutual friend that, at the time, I had a crush on. Yes. Ooh. Actually, drama. Yeah, this, this story starts out very dramatic, even though it didn't need to be, if that makes sense. So. Well, it was middle school. Yeah. So this friend of mine, who also was a friend of Andrew's, um, you guys kind of had like a small thing, right? Is yeah, that correct? We, we, I had known her for going, probably going on like five years up until then. We'd, we went to elementary school together. Okay. So I'd known her all through. So I think since fourth grade. Okay. So. So, okay. In my defense, this is, here's a short little clip of like, I met Andrew. I, because he was friends with my friend, like I thought I'm like, oh, cool. Like more friends. Sweet. Um, and I was kind of first impressions. I was kind of intimidated by him because to me, he was like, Andrew was very he even though he always fights me on this he was very big for an eighth grade boy like he was bigger than all the other eighth grade boys so he was like to me very like cute and like kind of I don't know I just remember you and this one guy you were friends with like they'd sit at the lunch tables like 
with their arms up and they just looked big like <laughs> their sandwiches I don't know like and so that's just like what I remember and so I remember like thinking you were cute but I remember going oh you'd never go for me but like I wanted to be friends so I got your number from did you did you think he was cute before you were introduced to him or like once you were introduced to him you were like oh honestly no but that's not because I didn't think he was I did it's not that I didn't think he was cute we literally like we never crossed paths until like how many people went to your middle school Mm, a little over 400 that's a pretty big middle school. Well, yeah. uh, I think it's like 450, actually, because it, yeah. it's about our graduating class size. Yeah. So, um, we... Or more than that, because it's the, the two combined. It was 7th and 8th grade, so it would have been so like 8... Probably like, 800 probably like 700, kids. 800 kids. That is, a, that is a large middle school. Yeah. My middle school is probably like 300. Yeah, we went to... So, and we... So, the way our school district divided it is they put kids on, like, teams, so you could section out, like what group of teachers each kids went to so we were never on the oh. or anything like that so there was no way we were ever crossing paths so oh okay so I like didn't know you until we were introduced to each other yeah so that was like my perception so I wanted to be friends with him but I thought we would only be friends so I tried so I got his number from our mutual friend and I thought we would, like, just, like, text and, like, kind of become friends, and that's, even though I, like, kind of thought, even though I thought you were cute and stuff, because in eighth grade, like, you know, it's never, like, I like your personality, like, everyone's just, like, you're cute, <laughs> um, I don't know, that was how I kind of remember it, do you have? No, I'd say that's accurate. I don't, well, so, and then we started, like, texting and talking in orchestra, I don't know. It was so long ago. I'm kind of trying to remember. Um, so when did you guys actually like realize it was mutual and start doing the dating-ish thing? Um, well, I think we were just, okay, you know how like every eighth grade conversation eventually gets to, hey, who do you like? Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think we had been- Except I didn't have any friends in eighth grade, so no one ever asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm serious so upsetting. Like, I am serious that I had two friends in eighth grade and they were these I don't want to sound mean or anything I'm literally just stating facts they were these two twins that were both blind and so they like didn't know that there weren't any other people that were sitting by me and so they were like my only friends in eighth grade I know I had this this is a big drama thing that we can talk about some other time but halfway through seventh grade I had one of my best friends at the time um get a large group of my friends to turn on me and then they all stopped being friends with me um and I didn't know that she had done this until like halfway through eighth grade when one of my old friends came back and was like hey I'm really sorry about what she did to you I'll be your friend now and I was like thanks so yeah middle school was horrible what were your friends Regina George? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's deeply upsetting. Anyways, they weren't popular enough to be Regina George. Like, I wasn't friends with popular people. Me either. Anyways, okay, keep telling your story. So, where were th- we? I think, well, so, conversations in eighth grade end on, who do you like? Yeah. yeah. So, 
So I remember we texted for a while and I remember like trying not to have feelings for you, but one we were texting, okay, you know, when you had to wake up at the butt crack of dawn to get up and go to school, like we'd start texting each other when we woke up in the morning. And we, I remember so distinctly, I was sitting at my kitchen table in our old house and I was eating breakfast in the dark, like at six in the morning. Very weird. I didn't, (laughs) I didn't want light in my face at all at that time. And I distinctly remember you texting me and telling me that I, that you thought I was funny. And I was very taken aback because no one told me I was funny. I grow, I grew up, my dad and my sister are both like, they're those kinds of people that can just like rattle jokes off and they can like think of things on the spot and they're both so funny. So I've never been the person where somebody has been like, oh my gosh, I think you're funny. And so you were the first person that ever told me I was funny. And like my little like middle school girl heart was trying not to explode, but like, <laughs> but like it was exploding. Yes. So Andrew, I don't do you remember sending that text? Do you remember why you found her so funny? Oh, not specifically at the time. I just remember you being really goofy. That's <laughs> pretty like, accurate. Cause like me and Jordan, that's what, like my childhood best friend, Jordan, we were like, the goofiest kids you could possibly imagine growing up. <laughs> I And Olivia didn't try to like stop you from being goofy. She just decided yeah, to be goofy too. To be goofy too. Yeah. It was fun. Um I don't know. Well do you like because I really it felt out of nowhere because I remember asking you like, oh who do you like? And I did not expect to be on that list of people at all. I was very taken aback by that. Wait, so you like asked him, you're like, who do you like? Yeah. And he, uh, you can he t- rattled off a list well, I of feel people. Like, cause I feel like you were trying to do some like fact finding for the mutual friend that I also had a crush on. That's funny that you say that because, so we'll get into this, but so Andrew, uh, spoiler alert, he ended up asking me out. We'll get to that. And then this mutual friend of ours got mad at me because she's like, I like Andrew. And I'm like, you never told me that. Like, I genuinely did not know that she also had a crush on Andrew and she was going for him. And he asked me out and she felt very betrayed that I said yes. And I was like, you never told me you had a crush on him. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Well, it was very much like a, we, there was never anything spoken between the two of us specifically about that. And we had just sort of, like hung out at football games a little bit and you and mutual friend girl yeah me and mutual friend girl and we had just kind of like just done the little like talk and text thing for a while and she had never really expressively expressed interest in me so I kind of moved on (laughs) from that and I guess she wasn't that happy about that well because you were so before we had started dating in eighth grade, Andrew also had a semi-long relationship for a middle schooler before me. Uh, wow. Five months. Yeah. You dated a, yeah, you dated a girl for five months before me. Yeah. And I specifically. That's longer than my relationship with Morgan. <laughs> oh, Morgan. <laughs> so Andrew texted me, I said, well, who do you like? And I remember very specifically, you said this girl that he had dated for five months, she she broke up with you on your, like, five-month anniversary, right? Yeah, I'm not salty about it at all. No. 
And so <laughs> 10 like, years later, <laughs> no, I remember because I was friends with her and she found out that I started dating Andrew and she was like, she's like, Oh, she's like, Andrew's a really great guy. Like, that's so awesome. And I'm like, you broke up with him though. And she was like, yeah, five months is too long for a relationship. And I was like, yeah, I think, oh. it was just, I think it was just one of those middle school things where she just wanted to be like done with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no blame. I don't care. Um, so where was I going with this? Oh, so on that list, she, he said that girl that he dated, he was like, I'm, I'm not really over her. I still have feelings for her. And I was like, okay, okay. Understandable. Understandable. And he was like, I remember specifically being like, well, there's this one girl that like is, he was like, we haven't been talking that long, but like, I just remember it being very sly for like a middle schooler. Like you were like, he was like talking about you without actually saying like you. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were like, I like, I'm kind of into you. And I was like, Oh, me. I was so, I seriously, to this day, don't know why you thought I was cute because guys, I was so gangly and just awkward looking. And I, I don't know. I thought you were cute. I, well, did you, have your, did you have your triangle hair then? Uh, oh, yes. you did have your faux hawk. Huh? Oh, you're talking about my triangle hair. Oh, no, I was talking about her <laughs> triangle hair, but it, you had a faux hawk? <laughs> Sorry, I outed you. For for a brief stint in the seventh grade, I styled up a faux hawk. He did. No, my triangle hair was, well, I think briefly in middle school, because I didn't know how to do my hair, but I also did triangle hair late into high school, because I went through that phase where I was, like, end of middle school, early high school, I was extremely girly, like, did my hair every day, did my makeup, wore super girly clothes, Mm -hmm. and then everyone, I went through this phase where I said, I don't care what anyone thinks about me, also, I don't want people to look at me ever, so I wore big baggy clothes, I never did my hair, I wore beanies, I didn't wear makeup, I don't, I don't know why you stayed with me, (laughs) so... That's fine. You just happened to evolve with my taste. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> I also found out late into college when I was kind of talking to one of my high school friends that he was like, yeah, when you started dressing like that, a bunch of people thought you were just like in the closet and Andrew was your beard. And I was like, nope, here we are. Cool. Let's go. Um, I don't know. What was your first impression of me? I kind of said, I thought you were like kind of big and scary and to me you were popular you were more popular than me because you like played sports and stuff I was not popular at all you you were more popular than me though (sighs) I don't know so that was like my perception of you is you were like bigger than most of the eighth grade boys you went through right before we started dating Andrew had this reputation where he was a little bit of a player I use air quotes y'all because he went through those thing, that thing in, like, middle school where, like, he would date one girl for a week, and then they break up, and then he dated another girl for a week, and they break up, kind of. Do you remember this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the days. And all my friends were like, Olivia, he's a player. You shouldn't do it. You know, because middle schoolers don't know. God, what he's such a player. I remember oh. this specifically because my friend said that, and I said to them, okay, so if he dates me for a week and breaks up, like, like, why does it care? It's just a week. Like, we probably won't last that long anyway. Like, who cares? Yeah. Almost a decade later. Who cares? God. I don't know. What was, yeah, what was your first impression of me? I was goofy, I guess, is what you just said. Yeah, I would say that that would be a good descriptor of my first impression of you, is that I thought you were were goofy and you were different. You weren't, like, the typical middle school. She's not like those other girls. Aww. I'm so different. 
I mean, I think that's interesting only because I feel like everyone thinks they're different. Yeah, because everyone says I'm not like the other girls. Well, like a lot of girls in middle school were like, that's the time when you're like trying to be cool and like all the girls had their hair straightened and they were really soft-spoken and conservative talking, whereas like you were like, like kind of frizzy hair and like, ah! <laughs> that's still me. That's a really good description of Olivia. Yeah. Kind of frizzy hair and like, ah! <laughs> Um, Y'all, I've been pretty true to myself for a long time. <laughs> um, That's funny. I don't know if you've ever told me that. <laughs> oh, well, now you know. So, yeah, so flash forward into high school. So all of this is happening in middle school. Somehow you make it through four years of high school. Do you guys have any, like, specific memories of things that happened in high school? I mean, I think for me, looking, at least looking back, because the short version of the story I always tell everyone is, like, we met in middle school. It was like, I think you're cute. I think you're cute. Let's date. And then in high school, we actually started to hang out and, like, get to know each other. And that's when we actually developed this, like, oh, I really like you as a person. Um, because, you know, when your parents, like, have to drive you to everyone's house before you have a driver's license and stuff. So you can – and my parents have this rule. I love my parents very, very much. But I have very strict parents. Um, and so their rule was you can only hang out with friends one night a week. And it was literally for like three hours. It was like from seven to 10 o'clock and that was it. So um, I would only see Andrew on Saturday nights. And we started having classes together in high school though. Great. We didn't have any freshman year. Okay. And then we had one sophomore year. Yeah, we had bio together, right? Yeah, I think so. We had bio together. And then we had like government. We had lunch together quite a bit. I don't know how that worked out, but mm. we had orchestra together, obviously. Mm. We got in trouble all the time for talking too much. All of our orchestra teachers would be like, can you guys please go to your sections? And we'd make faces at each other across the room. Oh, that's thank you. A we, modern day romance. I know. We'd text <laughs> each other. <laughs> orchestra, because we're gross. Thankfully, uh, let me please, please put this out there. We were never that couple in high school that was sucking face in the middle of the hallway. Oh, yeah. yeah, gross. Thank we, you for that. We never, I don't even know if we held hands. No, we held hands. Sometimes. Sometimes. So we, I don't know, I, I think high school, not a lot stands out for me other than, um, well, I was really glad that I had you only because I kind of drifted away from my like girlfriends in high school. Mm. None of them had boyfriends and, or not many of, uh, I mean, most of them didn't have boyfriends. And if it was, it was for very like short stints and our priorities shifted. And I know part of it is, was because I was in a relationship, but I feel like a lot of my friends were wrapped up into things that I wasn't interested in. It, yeah. it felt very like drama focused and I wasn't about it, especially because our friend group really going back to that mutual friend of ours, our friend group really pulled apart because she was so angry at me for dating Andrew and she was like, break up with him. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. That's, you didn't tell me. So mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. Um, and she, at least from, and I know there are two sides to every story, but from my point of view, it felt like she was trying to like pit people against me. And she literally one time at lunch told everyone that they needed to pick sides. Like, and I was like, so like toxic friend. Yeah. Um, and I'm no longer friends with her. And I mean, I stopped I being friends not. with her because it 
it, like we tried to stay friends and I tried to be cool about it but she would just say stuff that was really mean to me and just made me really upset like for no reason and um so I stopped being friends with her like she would say stuff to me like Andrew's mom liked her more than she liked me and I'm like like why would you say okay. that to me? like yeah. you didn't, like her parents are really good friends with Andrew's parents and like they had known each other longer like okay yeah like so she's known you longer and maybe she does like you better but like why would you even like why would you say that to someone I don't know so that also kind of drove a wedge in our friend group so I was really excited because your friends like really accepted me I felt like yeah which was really nice and those are the people I still talk to like today from high school are like Andrew's friends yeah Yeah. as I met through Andrew yeah yeah you guys Andrew do you have any memories from high school not many I think I remember like some of the like hanging out with all of my friends and you at lunch Mm -hmm. or prom proms are fun proms are fun do you guys go to how many proms were you guys allowed to go to two yeah we got to go junior so you went to both both of them you guys well yeah we were allowed to go junior and senior but I didn't have a date junior year so I didn't even go we had year I ended up going with my friends Mm -hmm. because Morgan dumped me (laughs) we went by ourselves junior year yeah we didn't go with a group it was just the two of us um a lot of like we had homecoming and we had winter formals I don't know if you Mm. guys we didn't have a winter formal we just had homecoming but I feel like in Texas homecoming is like a really big deal yeah we I mean a lot of times like one of our really really good friends um that we both still keep in contact with he um like for some of our dances it would just be us and our one friend (laughs) no that was that was homecoming junior year I thought that was I thought it was just the three of us for a couple winter formals too or was it winter formal junior year I don't know we had several It it was supposed to be uh him and another friend of ours and then the other friend back, backed out. So it was just the three of us. Yeah, like... And we went on, like, a weird triple date. It was before. really... <laughs> like, that was a nice thing. And it was funny because even to all of our friends, and it's funny because it's still the same way now, like, we were always known as, like, mom and dad kind of thing. And I don't know. I just... I was really thankful. I felt always really well integrated into that group of guys. And I never felt like a stranger. And I never felt like Andrew's girlfriend. Like, I actually felt like... It was part of the their friend, which was really nice. Um, yeah, I feel like at this point, high school was very much a blur. Yeah, but going into college, you guys had some some difficulties, I think. Yeah, we um, so we had the conversation of if we wanted to stay together at the end of high school, um, and that was because you were going to different colleges that yeah. were a few hours away from each other. Yeah, we had chosen different colleges. I think because we both, within the same conversation of us deciding if we were going to be together, we also specifically didn't want, well, we weren't looking at the same colleges, but also it was very much, um, we wanted to have the chance to be individuals because we had already been dating Mm -hmm. for so long. And I think that's really important in a relationship. I think a lot of people get very sucked up into wanting to be with someone all the time. And it's not that we never wanted to be together. I think when especially when we were like, well, if we're hoping this is going to go for as long as it will, which at this point, I mean, we're engaged. So 
I mean, we will have been together half our lives by the time we're 28. Um, we wanted, I think we both agreed it would be healthy for us to like go to separate schools, like have groups of friends, like learn how to do things on our own and not constantly be connected at the hip. Yeah. Grow, grow alone, but together instead of only growing together. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a really hard conversation. Um, just because like we knew you, it's like knowing you're going into an uphill battle, like, because it's never, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters if you're, you know, an hour or two hours away from someone, or if you're like hundreds of miles apart, like it's hard, especially when you're trying to focus on an education or a job or something like Mm -hmm. that. Like you can't spend all of this time constantly talking to someone and traveling. Like you have to focus on you. I don't know. Do you remember anything from that time? Like, or do you remember specifically difficulties for the first few months? Yeah. I think it's very deceiving because I feel like to people that don't know us, we kind of give them like the very, brief overview and they're like wow you guys it like you guys are perfect for each other you've been together for this long Mm -hmm. and I'm like we almost broke up several times our freshman year of college yeah we were both I mean we were miserable yeah it was rough we had a lot of hard talks but well and I feel like freshman year would have been like the year where you were having to get used to being apart and so it was like it was very different all at once yeah it was very weird. And I mean, what, all of freshman year, other than like breaks, like Thanksgiving and Christmas break, I think we saw each other three times, four times. Uh, I remember yes. spring semester, we only saw each other once. Yeah, I think, I think twice uh, fall semester. Yeah. So, so, I mean, we really never saw each other and it was, it was really difficult. And I think because- But Liv, you also didn't have a car on campus that year, right? No, well, neither did he. So that was part of the bigger issue, but yeah. Yeah, neither of us had cars. And it wasn't it wasn't one of those things where like we were interested in other people or anything like that. It was literally straight up. It's really hard to connect to someone when you can't like and I mean granted I think we're so lucky that we live in the day and age we do where we can FaceTime and we can mm-hmm. call people constantly and we can text and we can be in that regular communication, but it's so different from being with someone in person as we all know I completely agree because I think well we talked about this a little bit on when we had Morgan on but when I I was dating a girl when she went to study abroad and within the semester that she went to study abroad I think it brought to light like literally all of the differences that we had kind of been ignoring when we were in person because it was so much easier as a relationship to like to just be together and then when you're apart any sort of like communication issue or any sort of not present issue or someone being busy issue all of that kind of gets blown up because it becomes a bit of a you know you can't like explain it face to face as well or like just spend quality time with them to kind of make up for it or anything Mm -hmm. so well and I think my freshman year of college I was really unhappy in my major I had a I had a girl that was my friend um and she struggled with a lot a lot of mental health issues Mm. and the way I don't think she was ever properly given the tools to work through those things on her own 
mm-hmm. and her parents were a large support for her back home and she didn't have that anymore and she put a lot of that need on our group of friends that was really weighing she also she also had said some weird things to Andrew which was never good <laughs> um and I um my first couple of years of college, I had two people very close to me die. It was a really, so it was like dealing with my own stuff, but then also dealing with a long distance relationship was really hard. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of went through your own stuff too. Yeah. I had a real rough go about <laughs> going to school. Yeah. So I, when do you guys feel like maybe you finally like figured out the long distance thing? Like, obviously it was never easy, but like, was there a moment where you felt like it improved or like you guys had hope for your relationship like why did you never break up in all of those times where you almost broke up that's a really good question i don't know do you want to uh, i think first? once i got sort of settled into what i was doing school wise and and otherwise then it sort of started getting easier yeah i would say like when i got to the point where i knew like i think we're in the clear was honestly, uh, I would say somewhere between like middle of sophomore year to like beginning of junior year, because we were able to see each other regularly. We had gotten Mm -hmm. a handle on it. I, for me, I think the, for me, I think the thing that kept us together is, I mean, we'd be on the, like, we'd be on the phone and I'd be like crying and we were both so frustrated, but like at the, like, we keep going, like, why are we doing this to each other? Like, why do we why are we going to keep doing this? And I think at least for me, like I knew deep down that I loved you and that I couldn't imagine my life without you. And that I was like, if we just get through this, it'll be better. Like I, I didn't feel this like, and you know, when you get to a point in a relationship where you know, this isn't something that's like there in relationships, there's a very defining point where you go, we're going to get past this. It's going to be okay. Like it's not right now, but it's going to be okay. And then there's that moment where you go, this isn't not fixable. Yeah. And, um, and I only say that because I've experienced that with like friendships where I'm like, this is not a fixable relationship anymore. Yeah. Um, But I never felt like that with us. Like I felt, I always, no matter how frustrated I was, like, I felt like this isn't, this isn't the end. Like it's going to get better. That, I don't know. That was my Kind of yeah, I kind of felt the same way, more or less. <laughs> I was like, are there other things you <laughs> you said more or less? More or less. It, that's that's probably pretty accurate. So yeah. now you're here, you're engaged. What's this last kind of, I guess, year been like? You guys haven't been living together for a year, but you've definitely been li- living closer together for a year. Yeah. Well, I think that's we've gone through so many dynamics of dating as kids dating long distance in college and then um I moved back to our hometown um Andrew was living at home saving money I went to graduate school my program was only three semesters long which was really nice for me Mm -hmm. um but then I was also so we were both living at home with our parents and trying to have an adult relationship (laughs) while you live with your parents is really weird (laughs) yeah I can imagine because at least like when we went to college or like when he would come visit like us at college, like we'd all go out to bars together. Like we'd hang out, like we could mm-hmm. hang out in my room and we'd have privacy and we could kind of do whatever. And, uh, with, 
living at home with your parents it's you walk in you gotta like talk and again not that I don't love talking to his parents and I feel like not that you don't like talking to my parents but like I had to get permission to let him like come into my room even though you're like 23 yeah and we straight up weren't allowed in my room yeah at my house his parents were like no I was like we literally were like we'll keep the door open we literally want to play video games and they're like no oh yeah okay you had to hang out in my dark dusty unfinished basement whoa that had a futon and a shag rug yeah (laughs) so it was like nice that you guys got to see each other more but you didn't really have like the some of the relationship we were in aspect yeah it it felt like we were kids again um Frustrating. Because like even when we go out on dates, like neither of us wanted to be out late because we both we both have parents that are like always worried about us and like we don't want to wake them up mm-hmm. coming into the house late and those sorts of things. So we so we had always planned to move in together after I graduated, but then COVID hit, and I didn't know if I was going to get a job. Thankfully, Andrew kept his excuse me kept his job, so we knew we were in the clear that way. Um, but then. I ended up getting a job, so we decided to make the move, and so yeah, we've been living together for two months. We got, we literally moved in together, and then the next weekend we got engaged, and then that Monday I started my job. So that was a two-week life change period. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, we've been living here for two months. It's been really fun. Like, I'm having fun. That's good. <laughs> I'm having fun. Are you having fun? Yes. Um, no, it's so nice. Well, it would be kind of bad if you weren't having fun. Like that would be like a little bit of a red flag if you were yeah. like, "Wow, living with you is horrible." I know. Um, so, like, we go to the grocery store together, and we cook meals, and we hang out when we get home, and I don't know. It's just like really, it's very fun. So, yeah. honestly, going to the grocery store with someone else is like one of the best activities to do it with is, someone. It's very nice. Because you can be like, hey, do you think we should get this? Hey, let's try this. Oh my gosh, what if we picked this up and then we made this? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, oh God, I'm getting pizza rolls again. It's, hey, do you want to get pizza rolls? <laughs> hey, can I get you the feel less shame. <laughs> can I get the 150 count one this time? It's 130. Okay. It's okay, the, Olivia, the you did that in college. That's not that's not Andrew's fault. You've done that before. Don't excuse I've seen you what you me put in pizza the freezer. Rolls. Pizza rolls what did you eat before pizza rolls? We, I was a bagel bites boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I've actually never had bagel bites, I don't think. You don't they're need fa- to. I mean, fantastic. I highly to. recommend no. them. Nope. Do not listen to what <laughs> nope. she said. Nope. Um, they're the best. It's like a little pizza, but you're eating like 50 of them. Mm-hmm. I would eat like fifty of them. But oh, ba- pizza rolls are also like a little, a little pizza that you could eat like fifty of. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they're not the same. Okay, weird life update for other people that know what I'm talking about. So we have very strict parents, right? And even though our parents knew that Andrew was like coming to college and visiting me, and we were obviously like sharing a bed because I'm not going to kick him out on the couch. That just doesn't make sense, right? And so now we're engaged and we stayed the night at my parents' house over the weekend um, because it was my sister's 21st birthday. And so everyone was drinking and we were like, oh, we're just not going to drive home kind of thing. And they let us stay in a room together overnight. It was very weird. It was weird. Wow. It was very Big odd. kid steps. I know. Well, it's just so funny when you come from a very like 
a very like strict um yeah family like the minute like the minute you put on a ring and you go hey will you be with me forever is that okay like then everyone's like oh this is cool like now everything's okay the first 10 years weren't weren't proof enough it was had to have the ring on the finger I think overall it's really nice to be with someone that you've got like I feel like we've gone through so many changes together yeah and it's nice to like kind of grow together through those changes but I also think it's really nice because I feel like we've gone through a lot of um like we both have gone through mental health struggles and figuring mm-hmm. out life and learning how to be individuals but then be in a couple and I think we've also I don't know we've been through quite a bit together and it's just it's really I don't know I think everyone always thinks when you hear about long relationships that they're like oh everything's perfect and that's very much not the case so to wrap up because we we, we're going a little bit long but to wrap up both of you give like one short condensed piece of advice about how to have a healthy relationship or what a healthy relationship should look like or you know any sort of you know big relationship advice mm-hmm. but like short yeah. do you have anything that comes to mind or do you want me to go first you may go first okay um communicate always oh, darn. oh did i take it i was gonna say that yeah <laughs> well you better think of another one um <laughs> i think only from the fact that I think when I'm talking about communication, it's even talking about the hard stuff. I think people are so afraid to be like, I'm afraid of hurting the person I love's feelings. But you can say things to people you love in a very nice way that still communicates your feelings. And it's not like, I'm not trying to be mean to you, but I'm feeling this way. Can we like have a conversation about it? Is there ever a moment where you're allowed to be mean to them in communication? Well, like maybe not mean, but like blunt. I feel like we're blunt with each other sometimes. I would say so, yeah. But, like, we've learned how to be blunt in nice ways to each other. Does that yeah. make sense? Like, we're, like we've are like we gotten to the point where we know how to be upfront and just, like, say it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's very much of a conversation of, like, I want you to know that, like, I love you. And, like, can we talk? Can we have a conversation about it? But here's that? a problem that I'm having. Yeah. 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 And that's how, that's how I started out. Every yeah. Every time I go, hey. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Can you not do this thing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Do you have any? Oh, that was kind of it, really. Communication is kind of the biggest, the biggest thing. I think. I don't know that there's anything else. I think. I guess just be sure of what you are looking for in a relationship, because if you don't know what you're looking for, then you're more inclined to just kind of willy-nilly it and lead someone on. Yikes. I think also learning someone's love language is really important. Oh, yeah. And learning how to cater to that. Like, I am someone, I grew up with a family, like, where we gave each other hugs all the time, and, like, like, that, my family has always been very, you know, just lovey, and we, like, you know, we're very snuggly and stuff, and so, like, I need that. Like, I'm very much a physical touch person. Like, I constantly, like, want to, like, be cuddled with. And you've, like, done a very good job at, like, kind of learning how to do that, mm-hmm. which I appreciate because yeah. I'm way too cuddly. We're, we're a handshake family. Yeah. 
<laughs> I got a firm handshake from my father when we left the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I feel like that could be one of those, like, personality test things. Like, are you a, a, a handshake or a, or a hug? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you, like, figure out who the person is. Well, and, like, I kind of figured out Andrew really likes to explain things to me and show me all the stuff that he's interested in and he likes Mm -hmm. to explain it in great detail and like really wants me to like hone in on stuff and like for a while sometimes I'd just be like yeah yeah and I'd listen to him and I just kind of like let it go in one ear and out the other but I feel like I feel like you get so much more excited when I like return like questions when you talk about stuff and I'm like well can you show me that or like I feel like you really appreciate when I engage in things that you enjoy yeah. even though they might not necessarily be like my favorite thing in the world I feel like I don't know you always get really jazzed when I like get real into the stuff you talk about yeah I feel like you Andrew I feel like you and I share that because I think in my last relationship that was a big thing that was like missing for me is that anytime I would be like really passionate about something the response from my ex-girlfriend would always be like cool yeah I'd be like Okay, uh, and then it was just—I would just be really like dejected and shut down about that. So I think that is really important for anyone. Like I think, show interest in someone else's. If you like actually care about them, show interest in what they care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those are like the basics. I think I think relationships are a lot more simple than we make them to be in this day and age, mm-hmm. or even in general. I think human beings we want we say we want and need all these complex things but I really think it's very like basic necessities and I think if you truly love someone you learn how how to cater to what they need in a relationship and you can like do that for each other Mm -hmm. and that's just taking the time to like learn things about someone and pick up on like their quirks and like the things that they like and the things that they don't like yeah that too all right, we should probably wrap up because my computer's dying. Yeah, and we've been going for a while. So um, this was awesome. Hopefully these tips help me in my next relationship whenever that happens. Well, um, when the world opens back up. When the world opens back up and I can actually meet new people. Yeah. Um, but for now, you can work on your relationship with us by following us on our social media links at You Can Live Anytime on Instagram or at You Can Live Any on Twitter. Um, we post new episodes just about every week, only when we have really, really busy weeks do we not post, but we really try to get one in every week. Because we and both have jobs. We both have jobs and, like, lives. And if you want to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or write us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be really awesome. You can subscribe to us on Spotify. Um, we also have an anchor page that you could listen to us on and I think that's it anything any last words from either of you we're doing shout outs now if you'd like uh shout out to uh Frankie Ocean uh shout out to Haji Beef uh shout out to Sid the Dude um why are you like this uh Um, more important than all of that tune in again next week yeah Come back next week because it's versus. Oh, Oh, guys, we actually got the sound for it. So, so next 
tune back in for our air horn sounds next week. Yes. That's tune exciting. In. I know. Tune in. Tune in. All right. Seriously, my computer's going to die, and I don't want this recording to get lost in the internet. So. Okay. Well, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. See you right. next week. Bye. <laughs> okay. okay, bye. <laughs>